Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic-Con Podcast. We are doing a Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness bonus content, some review time. Of course, every Marvel movie that comes out, we're always dropping the reviews as some bonus content. So this is heavy spoilers. If you have not seen the movie, please do not listen to this until you actually do watch the movie and then come back and check out our review. I am, of course, Justin, a.k.a. Nemesis Prime. And, of course, my man Zach saw it last night. What's going on, buddy? What up, everybody? Yeah, a little D Strange review yeah. here. I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, so, uh, you know, we really just popped in. We're going to, we haven't really decided how we're going to talk about this. So I guess, you know, we'll normally talk about how we always do. We'll go into the movie itself. We'll go into the characters, the cameos, the Easter eggs, the post credit scenes, and give our review. So, yeah. um, Zach, you want to start us off? Yeah. Oh, man, where to start? So, <clears throat> Obviously, okay, I know where I'd like to start. This movie was kind of touted as like the um, almost kind of like the movie that was going to set the tone for this new phase or era, so to speak, of the uh, Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. I'm not entirely sure. I felt like that was uh, that will be the case moving forward, but I guess we'll see how the rest of the movies come. But I think one of the things I liked the most about this movie was outside of MCU, outside of Doctor Strange, this movie felt and was felt like a Sam Raimi movie. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, you could just tell if you ever watched any like the Evil Dead stuff. Um, what was the horror film he did? Let Me In, I think it was what, or, or is that right? Was it Let Me In or? Um, uh, I know he did like Army of Darkness, obviously. Army all of Darkness. Evil that's Dead. All, yeah, that's all the Evil Deads. There's some like horror movie where they like summon a demon from hell or some shit. Anyway, just you can tell by like the way the movie's filmed and like the jump scenes and mm -hmm. all even. Even it felt like the way Wanda looked when she was all kind of like demoned and zombie. It was super Sam Raimi. Um, mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved all the Sam Raimi stuff. You know, it's good to see him back kind of in the the comic book arena since what I believe like the first three Spider-Man movies. I'm not sure if he's done a comic book movie yeah. since then. Nope. I could be wrong, it but um, so that was cool. I, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the take on it. Um, it definitely lived up to, you know, kind of what we knew this movie was going to be in terms of uh, like horror esque. Like, even my wife was like, wow, this movie's kind of pushing the limit for like Disney PG 13 here. You know, I mean, it was, it was more horror, I felt like, than it was superhero. What'd you think? Yeah, man, I totally agree. The whole Sam Raimi taking over was, was great. And, you know, and the, the thing that I knew going into this movie without, you know, the teasers, there's a lot of teasers. So, I always hate Marvel movies for this for the reason of you know the end of the trailer. There's always that ha ha moment, but with every trailer, every TV spot, you never got that in this movie. Like so, you I felt going in, I'm like, yo man, I'm gonna be hard. You know, it's definitely gonna be hard. Mm -hmm. And there was yeah. yeah, there was definitely some jump scares. There was definitely some times where I was just like, yeah, like you said, this is Sam Raimi. Like of course with the the zombie dead strange like the way his the one right. side of his face looked like that was straight out of like army of darkness yeah um some of the demons that like talked at the end oh yeah the way they the way they talked the way they moved it was like i mean it, yeah. like i said it felt it was so sam raimi the oh, the over the cinematography like the overabundance of like certain scenes where like uh christine palmer is fighting that one demon and it's just literally in your face and like shaking like the camera yeah. like that's sam raimi and so going into this, yeah, I, I knew that I was going to like this movie. I definitely think it's a great movie. And like you said, the whole multiverse, like changing the whole phases. Mm -hmm. I think the issue with this was because of with COVID and because originally, you know, if we've talked about this on the Spider-Man No Way Home, the concept 
art showed America Chavez in that movie. She was the one that was going to be opening up the multiverses. Right. Then if things, of course, had to change, then they had Doctor Strange. So now you have Doctor Strange again, and he's talking about the multiverse. And I'm not sure there's really a connection between this and No Way Home. Like, he obviously never mentions it. He only mentions Spider-Man. And but he never mentioned the multiverse. That's all he said. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's really not like a, there's really not much for that. But uh, I, I definitely like all the characters. Um, and you know we can kind of we'll we'll get into them as well. But yeah. dude, this movie was was awesome. As you know, we we talked about it very briefly before you know on the phone earlier today. Is you know we felt like the movie was quick. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that's yeah. one of the things that. Uh, they, you know, it was definitely, I started it off at three o'clock. My movie was at three Eastern time and I was out and done. And I was actually across, basically almost across the street. There's a Buffalo Wild Wings. I was there in time for happy hour to have, uh, you know, some wings and beers. So it was just like, that's crazy. I was thinking, man, typically like 20 minutes of previews. And then I'm going right. to go ahead and get myself, you know, like a two, two and a half hour movie. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I was kind of glad it didn't go super long because I started to have to pee like towards the end. And like mm. you're like, oh, I can't I can't leave, man. I, I don't want to miss anything. But um, no, I thought the runtime was good. I thought the story was paced well. Um, yeah. It didn't feel like it, it was dragging at all. In fact, there were like towards the end, I was kind of like I kind of was like, OK, like we're wrapping this up, right? Like don't drag. Like, this how out, are they like, going to do anymore. it? Yeah, no, just I kind of felt like, okay, like, let's not go another act here, like, mm-hmm. of Wanda chasing them to, like, a new universe or something. Like, I felt like they paced it well. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, dude, I think I think we kind of, we get into the characters. I think, well, let's talk about the, um, the main so real characters quick, before first. We, oh, okay, yeah, before gotcha, we get into the characters, I just want to, there's an article that actually just dropped today on May the 5th. Okay. So this will be coming out, well, May the 5th was yesterday. This is, today we're recording this on May the 6th. Not sure exactly when we're going to drop this. But Sam Raimi actually teased that it, there was extensive deleted scenes uh this article is coming over from uh, comicbook.com so of course he said that he's filmed at least another 40 to 50 minutes of footage that could be put in this but of course that's all up to marvel basing Mm -hmm. it on you know what marvel wants to include in the deleted scenes it's really going to be their decision but i know that there are at least two or three deleted scenes that will be included let me say i don't know the full extent of them though so again you know we could have seen more characters maybe some little bit of a crossover some more interactions that we did not see but yeah, I think the movie was perfect where it was. It didn't need to be any, you know, people could say, oh, it needed another 10 minutes, another 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. But I think it was just perfect. The movie started, it got right into it. And then it just, it was over. Yeah. No, agreed. Very much agreed. Um, yeah. So obviously let's, I mean, we know there's, if you've seen the movie, you know, there's some, some, some characters to talk about, but let's talk about the main ones first before we get to kind of, I guess the fun yeah, of course. Easter eggy ones or whatever. <laughs> um, man, I'll, I'll tell you from the jump and maybe I wasn't paying attention and I, I'm curious to hear what your thoughts on this or what you thought, but I did not see it coming that Scarlet Witch was the villain of this movie. Nope. Did you get that vibe at all? Like I thought it was uh, going to be them against someone else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I totally thought it was going to be like the other strange from like another universe. Right. Uh, did not see it. And they they literally tell you right in the beginning. Like that's how quick the villain right, is announced. Right. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It, there was no mystery like it, really at all. Um, um, speaking of the beginning, I mean, dude, movie opened up and it's game on like from Jump Street. There was no like, you know, warm up. But, um, you know, the, the Scarlet Witch thing. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's, it might take me a little bit of time to kind of come to grips with how I feel about that. Uh, I don't know if I'm happy that she became like a villain. And then obviously we'll kind of talk about 
how the movie ended later, but I'm not sure I'm really crazy about them making her the villain this whole movie. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting because, you know, for the most part, you knew she was an Avenger and then her to kind of switch over to be an absolute psychopath. Like, right. definitely as far as villains go, I think she definitely hit the top of, of the Marvel, you know, villains in the yeah. MCU. Like, for someone to go ahead and want to destroy the multiverse because of her kids and then even destroy people just to get a hold of her kids. And then things that she says, like when she talks to uh, Reed Richards and he talks about how he has a family and mm-hmm. he's like, and then he, her basically saying that, Oh, something along the lines of like, Oh, you know, well, at least they're, at least they'll have someone else to help right. grow up or something. I, I forget the exact. Right. Well, yeah. She says, like, is their mother still alive? And he says, yes. And she said, well, good. At least there'll still be someone to take care of them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, Wanda's crazy. I don't know where to of, go from there, though. It kind of felt like, and I know we've extensively talked about both of our opinions on uh, WandaVision, but <clears throat> obviously WandaVision set this up to kind of like bring her to that breaking moment. We saw in the post-credit scene of WandaVision, her in that, the cabin with the dark hold. Um, but I didn't see it coming that they were going to basically have her pretty much break bad. Like I kind of thought uh-huh. we saw, I got the vibe from WandaVision that, yeah, she might have a rocky path still ahead of her, but she's going to come back to the light. Um, so her going complete bad guy was a surprise. Like I said, I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. You know, we all know from the comics, the Scarlet Witch has always had a rocky road, no pun intended on ice cream, but um, you know, with the no more mutants and all that stuff, like she's, she is consistently back and forth as like this character who's kind of a psycho and like consistently loses track of like reality and like where she's at and, her mind and stuff like that. So in terms of the comics, I guess, yeah, it's pretty true. Right. I mean, it's pretty true to her yeah. character in, in the comics, but it was great. Know, they, the, the teaser trailers, the regular trailers, all the TV clips, even though they made it look like she, you know, it was tipping that tipping that line right. of like good guy, bad guy, but you always look like you were saw some of those characters like fighting together. You right. Know? And, like it looked and, like maybe she was just a little bit tougher in this one, like a little bit harder, you know, exactly. but not the bad guy. Yeah. And even again, where you see like the, the strange from that one universe that's kind of imploding. And then you mm-hmm. see the other Wanda, you're like, okay, well obviously maybe it's them corrupting, you know, Wanda's from another universe or whatever it is. And another strange from another universe. And that's how it's kind of building into like this villain that we mm-hmm. don't know about. So yeah, I'm glad they went, I'm glad it, it was done the way it was done. Like, I was really impressed the whole way. Like I kept right. felt like I don't need to guess who the villain is. It's straight there. It's yeah, uh, that's it. So um, I will say on to, oh, go ahead. Well, one last thing on the, the one, I will say what I did think was kind of cool about it is, you know, if you look at these movies, obviously they're superhero and it's not like real life, but if you do look at real life, I mean, you, I think we always over only time I've ever feel like comics have ever tackled the idea of like PTSD was, uh, <laughs> DC did that one with uh oh god what was that little mini series they did where uh Wally West was in the where Wally West was in that like home there was a bunch of them that were dealing with PTSD they were in like a rehab facility or like a therapist you remember that and, he, and then he killed uh Roy Harper anyway totally going off Young track. Justice no it was like a little mini series it was like nine issues oh. I can't remember what it's called oh in it, comics I'm sorry yeah I thought you were talking about yeah sorry oh, the, anyway. um yeah 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 oh heroes heroes of crisis crisis of heroes something like that yes something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroes, heroes in crisis, crisis. yeah yep. so i, I kind of like the idea of it's like look dude i mean she's been through some shit even all these heroes i mean even captain america you know like there's a lot of trauma that is occurring to these characters and through all the stuff they've been through 
And obviously she's had a really hard life. So it, it does make sense reality wise in terms of like, you know, Hey man, like this super powerful person who was a good guy, all these other times, like, it's just like real life, man. People aren't perfect. Like you make a mistake and it takes you down the wrong road and mm -hmm. boom, now you're a fucking villain. So yeah. Anyway, I can, yeah, I get you. Uh, moving on to, let's say, let's go to Wong. You know, Wong is a, Wong is a recurring character in uh, a lot of these movies. You know, last time we saw him, of course, we saw him in Chang Chi. You know, he's been he's been there always in the background, and now he's the Sorcerer Supreme, right? So, uh, and of course, yeah. he was in Spider Man No Way Home. So he's he's been in all these little movies, like he's great. leading out to this. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great character. Uh, his scenes are spot on you know his fighting style is awesome when he's fighting mm -hmm. that thing that looks like shumagarath but it's not shumagarath uh and then towards the end where you know he's fighting uh, wanda and those troll looking things i guess but you know yeah. not much to really say on him other than you know he serves his purpose and he's a uh, you know sorcerer supreme yeah i love him i love wong um and i remember thinking that during the movie every scene he was in he, like you said he nails it um It'd be cool to see maybe a little bit more Wong centric centric story at some point, but I love his character. I was afraid. I was honestly afraid they were going to kill him because you know there mm -hmm. is this the fact that Doctor Strange is not the Sorcerer Supreme yet in any of these movies. It's like you're expecting him to become that, and I hope it doesn't come at the like, demise of Wong. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, no, I agree. Uh, moving on, America Chavez. We got our first introduction to a newer character, extremely newer character here right. in comic books, um, making her live action jump from uh, from pages to film. Uh, you know, I got to say, I really don't know too much about America, but for what I saw in the movie, I did like her. You know, yeah. I did like them bringing in like younger characters that weren't <laughs> annoying, like Ned, because <laughs> that's what I'm always going to go back to in Spider Man. You know, she she couldn't control her powers. It was understandable. And then towards the end, you know, when she fights Wanda, because, yeah, she is she has the powers to cross the multiverse. Like mm -hmm. her powers are really cool um, where she lands. I don't know. Love to see her on like a, obviously a young Avengers team with like Kate Bishop and who knows who else you know could be on there. Of course, the normal young Avengers team. And, but uh, yeah, I liked America a lot. Yeah, I, I enjoyed her too. And I think kind of going into this movie, that was probably the one big question mark for me was what, I, and I'm the same with you. I, I don't have a lot of investment or knowledge on America Chavez. Um, so I was a little worried like, okay, is this forced to put her in here? Um, her character was strong, I guess, in development somewhat. I think they could have done a little bit more. She was obviously used as a plot point. I mean, she's the plot point of the whole movie. So mm -hmm. um, she's almost like a, a, a living MacGuffin for the movie in terms of like everyone's chasing after and she's the one everyone has to get. Yep. Um, obviously in the comics, you know, there is a lot of ties with her and the LGBTQ community. And I thought they did a good job with that too. I mean, it wasn't like, not to say that this is a problem. I don't want anyone to like you know, get mad at me or anything, but it wasn't like shoved down your throat. You know what I mean? It was normal the way things should be in real life. It's like, hey, yeah, here's my past. And I had two moms and yeah. she had the uh, the pride flag on her jacket. You know, yeah, dude, it's normal. There's yeah. nothing abnormal about the LGBTQ community. You know what? Like, so we don't have to. It's just like no one's like making a big deal about, oh, we have to really focus on Dr. Strange's love yeah. for a woman, heterosexuality. You know, it's it's normal. Let's just take it and move on, you know? Um, yeah. So of course I know that I'm guessing that's the scene that's the scene that they won't play 
in some overseas countries is when she moms? shows yeah with the moms because yeah, that's they, right. they did say that there was a scene and that they were some of the middle moving. eastern countries right yes i believe yeah yes yeah, so. and probably china too i'm sure yeah if they even show the well. movie so yeah no i thought her character was good um i'm with you I, i'd like to see where she goes more i thought the actress as a new actress did great um but i, I guess my only complaint about america chavez was the fact that she was used so much as like a plot point, I don't think you really got to kind of get to know her and like mm -hmm. see her. She, I mean, she's constantly just running. You know what I mean? So the whole movie, yeah. she's just running the whole time. I don't want to see her as a Sorcerer Supreme. Why does everyone got to get a goddamn ring slinger ring? Like that's some bullshit. Now Ned's got one too. Your boy Ned's got one. Now this girl's got one. Like, right. dude, this, this everybody they're leading up to the Strange Academy. <laughs> everyone just gets adopted into Camertage. And this isn't Harry Potter, bro. Like not everyone's got to go to Hogwarts, so that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, and then uh, moving on to Mr. Uh, Stephen Strange himself, you know he's a he's completely different. You know we all watched him in Spider-Man No Way Home, and you know even from the teaser trailers, everybody was like, "Oh, that's not him. It's Mephisto. It's not really Doctor Strange." <laughs> and the way he acts throughout the entire movie is like he's like that governing parent that you know is he hates kids. You you almost got that right, like. In No Way Home, like he's always yelling at Peter, he's yelling yeah. at Ned, MJ. Frustrated with him, yeah. Yeah, very frustrated. And then even with this, it's just like it's the same way, but he kind of learns. But you know, it's good to see him because we really haven't seen him since uh what is it, the first Infinity Avengers. War, really? Yeah, Infinity War, really, because he you know, he really comes back at the end, and then that's it. That's really all we've we've really seen from him. So to, for him to have this giant movie. You know, and play multiple different versions of himself and different characters was, uh, and that's what's good about Bennett, Bennett and Cumberbund. You know, the fact that he can play different versions of Doctor Strange, and each one felt different, right? Like right. none of them felt like they were the norm. You know, the Strange from the Six One Six universe. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, <clears throat> he definitely, you know, there's there's a thing about Doctor Strange where it definitely like his his number one personality trait is kind of this arrogance, right? That maybe comes across so strongly that you know you see it in the frustration, like you said, like he doesn't like kids, but it's kind of funny because he still does well with kids, whether it was with Peter Parker or America Chavez, like they do gravitate to towards him, whether he likes it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of liked how we saw a bit of a softening of his character, you know, in the at the Opening scene, the Doctor Strange was willing to sacrifice America Chavez. We saw the 616 one, not willing to do that. Um, and then obviously you had the Broken World one where it's all about, uh, what's her name? Um, God damn it. What's her girlfriend's name? Uh, Christine Palmer. Christine Palmer, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I, I like that. I also liked, I'm not saying I liked, but I respected maybe is the storyline, the storyline between him and Christine Palmer, like wrap it up. Like I honestly, at this point, I guess maybe it sucks for Rachel Mike Adams, but we don't need to see her anymore in the movies moving forward in terms mm -hmm. of characters and Dr. Strange. Like that should be kind of closed. This whole idea that I'm not sure I love the focus. Like I'm not sure I'm crazy about the idea that every universe's Dr. Strange revolves around Christine Palmer. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like that's kind of, I feel like it takes away from his character a little bit. And, um, mm -hmm. so hopefully we're, we're, we're past that. We're moving on and, uh, you know, we can talk about the end credit scene later, but, uh, I mean, Dr. Strange was great. He was great. I mean, oh, yeah. uh, no, I no, also no. love to do his secondary role too. I mean, there's a good banter back and forth between him and Wong, but there's genuine friendship and respect there, you know? And like at the end when he bows to him and it's kind of a joke, but it's like, you can tell, I mean, he means it. He respects Wong and 
Yeah. And I like the, the subtle, the subtle jokes aren't like where you, you know, you're, you're expecting it in a way. Like it's mm-hmm. just kind of, it's like you said, like his arrogance. So it's, it's, it's humor, but in a more like serious tone, right? which is, yeah. which is good. And that's the way, you know, he was, and you know, you learn things about his past and how he, obviously the way he was in these movies is that's what he, you know, he is, he's a surgeon. Like they have their own ego. Like they think they're God. So like, that's what right. yes, he, and he even says it, he's like, I have the powers of a God, you know? And I feel like that's one thing that we've never really seen with any of the other characters, even like Thor, right? Like Thor is a God, but his storyline has been like for the first two movies were like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And now he's right. gonna be getting this, you know, they're doing this changeover. Yeah. But yeah, like strange just has like, cult following in a way that's like amazing so well let's since we're on strange real quick let's talk mm-hmm. about the difference between magic in the first movie and this one like mm-hmm. that shit was upgraded i mean they had a lot of cool stuff like the one scene at the beginning where the car's coming and a dog head comes in and bites that car like that yeah. shit was cool and then like the hands that came and grabbed the uh the oh okay this actually is leading towards the most disturbing scene in the movie for me which i have like an eye phobia like i don't like eyes i don't like people touching eyes i don't like anything injected in eyes mm-hmm. and then when he takes that like street lamp post yeah. he pokes out the shumagarath clone whatever's eye and they made the suction noise of the like you yeah, hear yeah. It pop out like i i almost vomited like i literally cringed a bit like oh, it got me it got me dude like i don't, I don't like eye stuff at all bro Ugh. yeah uh yeah the the different abilities and that's what's cool about him is that he uses he has different things. Right. Like you said, like he's always, he's upgrading, you know, him being in like the, the suit and tux at the wedding and then him just mm-hmm. like jumping down and then, you know, spinning. And all of a sudden he's like in his magic garb and, you know, yeah. Like you said, the, the hands, the dog, there was like the, the tentacle looking things that he was able to protrude yeah. out. Um, the the different... music scene. How about the music scene? Oh yeah. The music scene was ridiculous. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, was I was just... actually surprised he didn't really fight Wanda too much with magic. Like I get, yeah. you know, we'll get into it, but yeah, the music scene was, was pretty wild. Um, and even in the beginning, the whole defender strange, right? Like mm-hmm. his, that, his, uh, magic using abilities that he was using against that, that creature that was in the, uh, in the void. Yeah. Um, pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, I like yeah, the I definitely they've gone, they've yeah. definitely upgraded since infinity war. Mm-hmm. It was cool. So let's kind of get on to some, uh, let's do the cameos, the, the Easter juices. eggs. Yeah. The uh, wow. you know, I guess the the whole speculation things that were people thought and shot down. So, um, dude, I was I just let me start it off with saying I was super excited to see Tom Cruise as uh, oh my god, he was in that Iron way Man. too long. I feel like way too long. So and, uh, we we talked about this this morning. I think when we were trying not to talk about this, um, I, I you know, I, I Sam Raimi had came out and said that he thought the trailer, the original or one of the trailers had revealed too much. Obviously, the Xavier thing was everyone knew that Xavier mm-hmm. was coming. Um, and I kind of agreed with him. Don't get me wrong, it just made me super excited. But um, man, the Illuminati, it's funny how like going into the movie, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to see Xavier, I can't wait to see it. And then two other big cameos show up that I was not expecting and kind of blown out of water. So mm-hmm. um, let's break it down. Illuminati wise. Um, let's start with what do you think about Baron Mordo? First off, we'll start with Mordo taking strangest place and his character in general. what do you think about him? And Again, the- same thing. Like those trailers showing off like Baron Mordo, like you, 
knew what he was like in the last movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like he left and he he went to Pangborn and he like stole his powers. So you're like, oh man, you're like, maybe he's the villain, right? Right. So to see him in a different, you know, then you're like, all right, so now it's a different universe. Now he's not really the villain or is he the villain when he first meets him? So right. it's still very, it's still very taxing. But again, he's still, he hates strange. Uh, he's definitely upgraded himself as far as abilities. You know, not much really to say on him because I feel like that's... He doesn't count. Yeah, he doesn't count. Yeah. I, it was kind of cheap in a way, honestly. Like, not to say that I thought they needed to... I'm glad they didn't feel the necessity to force the 616 Mordo into the story. Mm-hmm. It was like a good way of being like, hey, look, here's Mordo, so it doesn't look like it's weird that he's not there. But we're actually not moving forward the story of the 616 Mordo. Like, that is still a story that is we need to hear more about. And you heard Strange even talk about how, yeah, this guy's been out here trying to kill me for a while, <laughs> which, like, we haven't heard that. We're like, oh, shit. Like, last time we saw him was the end of Doctor Strange 1. And, yeah, this dude's out here trying to hunt down Doctor Strange, like, in between the scenes that we haven't, like, tell me more, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good. It was cool seeing him, you know, obviously. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess we'll go Black Bolt. Oh, uh, man. I, I was talking about yeah i did not see that coming uh i was talking to to our buddy newbie comics this morning and he said he didn't like the he didn't like the costume i thought he looked it was original yeah, yeah it was old school original yeah. costume yeah it was exactly it. like it should have been like i, I way thought better that was than awesome. the tv show costume <laughs> god remember how horrible those costumes were oh god i, I don't i try to that, that's out of mind out of sight out of mind type of thing i don't even know that show exists anymore I like Anson Mount, also the actor, which it's mm-hmm. so rough playing a character like Black Bolt, where you get to say like "I'm sorry," you know that it's like your only line really in the movie. Um, and Anson Mount's a great actor, so as shitty as Inhumans was, there were some highlights of Inhumans. Like I liked him, and I liked uh, the guy who the the dude from Game of Thrones who played um, Maximus. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I was excited to see him back, dude. You know, I thought it oh, was yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thought it was yeah cool. it definitely wasn't somebody who I thought was going to be on the Illuminati, even though he is part of the Illuminati. Right. Like, it's just, it was odd. It seemed like we were, everyone was sure, yo, MCU is not going back to the Inhumans after you know, how shitty it was. Like, it almost yeah. seemed like we won't speak about that. Yeah. What did you um, think about his death, though, first, before we move on from Black? <laughs> dude, wow. that was... That was not Disney right there. Yeah, bro. yeah. That's like, why I'm, yeah, like you said, Disney. they were pushing. Well, yeah, I guess we'll go into all the deaths. So obviously, yeah. Mordo still, he lived. That version of Mordo lived. Yeah. Black Bolt, yeah, got his head blown off by himself. <laughs> um, We'll get into, uh, I guess we'll go Professor X, because that's somebody who we knew, obviously. Right. another char- That's a character that we knew that was showing up. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. You see him in the 90s animated and jim lee version of ch- that chair uh, mm-hmm. hover hoverboard whatever you want to call it he's awesome yeah. uh yeah. his scene inside of wanda's mind again so another cool. thing that should have not you know could not have been on any other movie but it's sam raimi like snapping of the neck like what is, <sighs> wait, wait 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 it's okay for like superman to snap general zod's neck but it's let's hear everybody say it's okay for wanda to snap patrick stewart's neck Right? Dude, he's he's a national or he's a global treasure. Wanda, like, relax. You know, holy Jesus. Yeah, dude, that that was crazy. Um, it was really cool, like you said. I mean, the classic, the hover chair from uh, the animated. Um, I mean, Patrick Stewart. Is there any other Professor Xavier ever? I mean, even don't get me wrong, James McAvoy is great, but like when you think of Xavier, I remember being in fourth grade when Patrick Stewart was probably still doing next generation star trek 
And uh, I was like, oh, if they ever cast Xavier, it's got to be that guy. Like, he, the guy, he looks exactly <laughs> like him. Yeah. It's like Stan Lee like, created Patrick Stewart or something, you know? So, so good. Kind of heartbreaking in a way as an X-Men fan, though, because you're like, damn, man, like, are we... He's getting so old, and now that we have the MCU and the X-Men showing up, will we get Patrick Stewart, or are we moving on? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, this was obviously a late runner in the in the show. Uh, Peggy Carter, you know, Captain Carter, which a lot of people write she the shield showed up in the trailer. So yeah, one of the knew, the last TV spots. People knew she was week coming. And a half, two weeks, yeah. So that was that was kind of something that we did not think we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, without a doubt, you know, I don't, I didn't think anybody thought we were going to get some version of Captain America or mm-hmm. Peggy Carter as uh, Captain Carter, but she looked great. She looked yeah. exactly like she does in the current series or the what if series. Right. Um, she's definitely a different version. So anybody who thought that it's the same version, of course, again, we really didn't get too much of a backstory. So mm-hmm. um, she had the jet pack, which was cool. Yeah. She had the cool, the cool jet pack. Her fighting was awesome. And of course she does the same line that yeah, Cap that says. Was great. That was great. too. <laughs> it, it, as cheesy as it is, as cheesy as I had a big ass smile on my face when she said it. Oh, so. of course, yeah. Uh, you know, and everybody in my theater was cheering, uh, you know, for everybody, anytime anybody showed up. But, uh, yeah, again, another thing, her death. Oh, uh, I kind of wish they would have showed it a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> it is Disney PG-13, but yeah. damn. Um, and then another one that, again, you know, because Tom Cruise decided to show up as a superior <laughs> Iron Man. Right. No. Um, Captain Marvel, the uh, Maria Rambeau, which... I, I feel like I was trying to find an episode if we did our if we did like previews or like reactions to these trailers and I couldn't find one. And I don't think we ever did, but I feel like I said it like the character. It was a black character. Like, right. You could tell you anybody who and here's the thing, like even newbie and I were talking today and newbie said it and he's like, you know, oh, you, you can't say it. it's a black character because what if it's not a black character because it looks like it's dark skin. Let me tell you. As many times as I've seen that trailer, that was definitely not a white person. That was definitely not a Tom Cruise. Like you could tell it was a African American character. Right. Whether it was Captain Marvel or maybe it was a black Iron Man, without whatever it was. But for all the people that speculated and bought up all superior Iron Man number ones, oof, God. <laughs> good luck pushing those. Yeah, good luck getting rid of those now, man. Um, but she was cool. I she feel was like cool. yeah. you know, obviously same actress from the first Captain Marvel movie. Uh, and just, you know, standard powers of Captain Marvel. Pretty, pretty badass. Yeah, definitely the most underwhelming of all of the Illuminati, but it was cool. It was a cool version of Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's awesome for that that actor or actress or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, to, she gets to be Captain Marvel for a little bit, you know, and it, it was cool. Yeah. So her death, what was the, dude, I kept trying to identify this and <clears throat> maybe it was no one, but who was the statue of? Could you figure that out? Oh, no, I didn't. I, I saw it too quick. Yeah, and I was like, who is that? It was a statue of a female, um, but I couldn't make out who it was. Maybe it was no one. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, it falling on her, like I said, kind of the most underwhelming member of the Illuminati and definitely um, <clears throat> the most underwhelming death as well. The statue yeah, it was definitely very, it was extremely odd to have that there. Um, and I can't yeah, even go back to my, I can't even go back to my... <laughs> What's the decor um, of that place that there's just this one lone statue? <laughs> like, it's kind of strange there. 
Yeah, it, but, it, it was pretty it was pretty wild. And then of course you get the Ultron bot the Ultron bots are in there yeah. as well. Which I feel like that was like James Spader's voice at times. Did you when did, did they you feel like when did they talk? Um kind of towards the end when she's right when she's like smashing that one robot's head. Um can't think of when. Mm, it was like really right towards the end. I can't even find oh man, that, that one clip that we were talking about. I was talking about I earlier mi- today. I missed I got, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like it was, but you know, I could be wrong. It could just been the same voices that they used in um in Age of Ultron, like in the beginning, not so much straight Ultron's voice. But uh, he does they do call themselves Ultron. Yeah. That's one thing that they do do. So So um, getting to the last the last member, which was the most epic, right? Right? Am I wrong? Even ex- being an uh, X-Men guy. Yeah. The last one was crazy. It it's wild. So I unfortunately quickly briefly saw like a screenshot and it was oh, a very shitty screenshot. It was ruined for you. So it was like semi ruined. And I thought someone maybe just like kind of plugged that in there. And because of course, like, you know how people digitally impose characters and stuff right. like that. So for me going in there, I didn't really think Mr. Fantastic John Krasinski was going to be in that, but yeah, man. Uh, I had I, no idea. When I saw it, I was like, yes. I mean, because he's been like <laughs> fan casted for so long, right? Him and Emily Blunt as yes. Reed and Sue. And uh, to see it show up, you know, it's like, who knows what's going to happen? Like, I kind of think it's it's smart. I was I was saying this to my wife. It, it's smart on, in a way for Marvel. It's like, okay, we'll throw them out there because like the fans really want this and we'll see what the uh, the opinion is. They can kind of play it either way. Like, hey, we, we threw you the bone. That's who mm-hmm. it is in one universe. Or they can be like, damn, okay fan fans loved that so much that's who we got to get to do this like there's no going back you know um it's a good way to kind of test the waters on it and for what little time he had i thought he (laughs) i thought he crushed as reed richards it felt like a reed um Mm -hmm. more so than the one from the original series and uh john uh, miles teller as well like he had a gravitas about him that was you know, very much he felt like it was like I could believe that John Krasinski is the smartest man on the planet. You know, yeah, I mean? like, like he's part of the Illuminati, not like was, someone who's learning his power, someone who's right. aged and has his no knows what his powers are for a long time. Obviously, they all fought Thanos, they all defeated him. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's interesting, you know. And yeah. again, if it's just for fan service, and like you said, even him and even uh Haley Atwell for for Captain Carter, you know, see what that felt like. You know, right. I, I was just like amazed to see her you know throw to have the uniform something that we saw in the what if series and in the current captain carter series be like damn that's people have been wanting this and for her to come back like yeah that's pretty badass yeah and then so when they go to the fight and they're fighting scarlet witch and you see him kind of slink down from the ceiling yeah. i was because i didn't think we were actually i mean like, cool i'm gonna see him in costume i didn't imagine i was gonna see his powers you know we didn't get great view mm-hmm. of like his powers but it was like cool and his death was disturbing uh to say the yeah. least she's like, wild. that was definitely wild like pulled another... him apart like a rubber band pretty much <laughs> like, um but yeah man that was i think out of everything in the movie that was probably like the highlight for me mm-hmm. was the mr fantastic um i just love that you know now that we know marvel and disney have x-men and fantastic four and we know we just talked about it on a recent episode of the podcast that Feige's going away to Marvel summer camp to figure shit out. And mm-hmm. these are the big two. Like, how do we fit them in? 
and boom, you just already got, I mean, you got like the introduction to it right there. I mean, we got X-Men, we got Fantastic Four right there in the MCU. Obviously, it's not fleshed out completely, but that's pretty sweet, dude. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, uh, I like I like the Illuminati a lot. I think it was it was it was great. It was it was great to see that. I mean, you know, the, we they teased it in the first trailer, and then they kind of confirmed it in later mm-hmm. trailers. So you just it was all about guessing, like who was going to be it and who wasn't right. going to be it. So it didn't um, overshadow either. You know what I mean? Like I was afraid based on the trailer that it was going to be not afraid that it was going to be like the focal mm. of the movie. It was like, hey, look, here's here it is, here they are. They're in and they're out, pretty much. Like it yeah, was, exactly. it didn't overshadow, which I yeah. thought was a wise choice. Oh yeah, it was perfect. Uh, and I guess you know we typically don't t- we don't really talk too much spec on here, but man, I I gotta love all the characters that people thought that were gonna show up and all the books that people were buying pre this movie and name them, call them out. Who God, who are Sleepwalker. The even though they did the dream walking in this, but Sleepwalker was one. Mephisto yeah. was another. Always Mephisto. Uh, nightmare. Obviously, the the living tribunal that was literally in it for 0.001 seconds when they're flying <laughs> through the multiverse. Yeah. Like, oh God, like, I guess it's just like everybody wants to be everybody wants to be the in that you have the book and then you're you're right. got it before everybody else. Like, I just can't like now. I, I think people with this movie and especially with between this movie and you know all these other series like moon knight just ended and we'll be talking about this on our, on our normal content is you know you really need to and, and people talk about this in the community collect what you the gabe says this collect what you love love what you collect don't right. go out there and buy these books because you know oh it's going to be the next thing you like you think it's going to be the next thing don't do that like if you like the character, go out and buy it because you've been reading it or you want to read about the character because you heard about this character. Mm-hmm. There is just so much in this movie that I'm just like, it went up and it's going to go right down in like two weeks. Like all that right. Illuminati first appearance. Like, I'm glad there's certain books that I got rid of way before this movie came out. So, Oh yeah, this movie, you're right. This movie was a great, uh, a great example of if you are going to play the spec game, when to get rid of those books. Because like, you know... Um, the Captain Carter stuff as well. I mean, I don't know how well that's going to sell moving forward. So, um, if if you any got the book that, and you got rid of that. it, good for you. You know, so. uh, shit. Instagram has like first Black Bolt for sale. I saw X Men One, Fantastic Four One. People are buying up all these books, and it's just like, well, I mean, I get X Men One and I get FF One, but like Black Bolt, like people are like trying to sell Black Bolt now at like a higher, you know, like a high price. Yeah. Close, you know, let's just call it something like when Inhumans was gonna come out, not after it came out, but you know what do you right. really like come on um, um you know blade people thought that was blade it was going to be part of the illuminati you know they were going to bring back uh wesley snipes there's just tons of characters throughout the the multiverse that people thought they were going to see and again with the 35 minutes that wasn't in it according to sam raimi yeah maybe there are other characters that were thrown in there that marvel didn't want to put in there yeah, man, I was hoping for just a Ghost Rider cameo like we talked about. It would have been so cool as you're going through the universes and one, you see just Johnny Blaze or one of the Ghost Riders like riding on his, that would have been sick. Yeah, I'm going to wait for somebody's going to do like a video of it, like very slow motion and seeing like all the different, li- like obviously, you know, right. like the Savage Land is one of them. I guess if you want to say the Spider-Man Noir is like one uh, future. Yeah, some, like, it was tough to see them all. For 2099 sure. was in there, I feel. Um, 
just just a ton but you know we're not going to sit here and try to go through everyone we'll wait for that video to come we'll have have better technology to do it for us but um let's just kind of get into the post-credit scenes and then we'll wrap this up so post-credit scenes uh there were two first one well first of all the movie ends very strange (laughs) very strange oh yeah i see what you did there yeah um it's funny because i talked to two people today and they didn't know who the first who shillery theron was like didn't oh know yeah who that character was yeah. yeah um so was, as soon as i saw her i knew exactly I was like oh shit yeah and the yeah. actress casting i was like damn that's awesome yeah so pretty pretty badass uh it kind of so the movie ends with strange in his third eye and then it kind of just then it immediately skips to a little bit longer and you know he's walking down the street fine and then who stops him but Claire? Mm-hmm. like just unbelievable like just to see her in this movie and and i feel like she was someone that was teased also on the illuminati like right. someone that would be in another universe a sorcerer supreme but you know and then strange has got this third eye and then they're just they're jumping into what's it the dark world or um what's what's the world where dormammu's from because oh. that's where they go no 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 oh, we mean where the vashanti's at that, that was the between space no, but where she slices open the portal. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, um, is like the dead universe where yeah, or mom well, lit. And she said she says something about like you're responsible for the incursion, which we didn't talk about. But I loved how they merged the incursions and the Illuminati and like all that new Avengers Avengers storyline. Like that was great too. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I, don't, I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the universe, but I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I guess. And then it kind of says before the second end credit scene, it says Doctor Strange will return, mm-hmm. which when he will return and where is obviously I'm thinking obviously just like Doctor Strange three, unless he shows up in a cameo in some movie, if they do, you know, something else related or Avengers related. But I doubt it because I'm sure it's going to be a lot more of the different characters like Falcon well Captain America now and, you know, all these other characters that are kind of being introduced and we'll see where they're going to go. Like I've heard they're going to go the all different, all new Avengers Mm-hmm. you know route like maybe jane foster is going to stick around after this movie so you know who really knows right right but uh and then the second end credit scene was an absolute waste no nah, it was it was absolute funny though waste. i mean it was it was classic sam raimi and i read a i read an article today actually that said like um sam raimi in this movie um stayed away from doing what he typically does and kind of gives his own easter eggs to like his own stuff mm-hmm. and so i think it's fair that they allowed the uh the bruce campbell right there i mean that was yeah. good it was funny i i knew he was going to be in the movie like of course yeah. at some point like whether it was either as a superhero or just some person and uh, i read this today online and it was it was pretty funny uh i read it on ign it said uh sam raimi on his lasting friendship for bruce campbell he goes i call bruce and i say hey baby and he says what is it now and i say i got another movie for you now and he says when does it start <laughs> Nice. So uh pretty funny quote from from him from them I should say and uh yeah I mean it is what it is I, I like I like Bruce Campbell and I knew he was going to be in this movie and you know Sam Raimi did say that you know the technology has changed a lot since mm-hmm. Spider-Man uh you know a lot of what they can do and he said that he would be up for you know another superhero movie so yeah you know whether it's Doctor Strange 3 in a few years or just something completely different uh, you know, again, now we've we've seen that horror, right? We've seen the horror mm-hmm. side of the MCU. So hell, give him Ghost Rider, give him Man Thing, Blade. Yeah, 
it was awesome, man. Uh, I, I love the horror aspect for sure. They need to lean heavier into that and start going like we like you said, supernatural to the Midnight Suns to the Ghost Rider to the, I mean, even bring Moon Knight into and let's start making it more a different genre like we talked about in our in our other episode. You know, you got the Avengers, you got the cosmic, and then you got supernatural slash horror. That's what we should do, and then whatever, yeah. however you cross over in the future. So yeah, absolutely. So uh, what do you think? Final review. Kind of, uh, what's your final rating on this? Good. I, I liked it. I, I hate rating. Um, yeah. 9.6. I mean, it was good. It wasn't great. I didn't think it was like the best of all time. You know what I mean? I didn't think it's, it, it, it didn't show up as like, oh, this is the best Marvel movie yet. But I loved it. I thought everything they did was right. I thought it was great. I didn't think there was any, I honestly can't think of a gripe that I have for this yeah. movie. So, but it doesn't mean it's perfect, obviously, you know? Yeah, I don't think any movie is perfect. And, but that's like the one thing that I hate about the Marvel reviews. Like every series or movie that comes out, it's they always say this is the greatest Marvel right. movie or the greatest Marvel series. And, you know, I, I thought about this as, as Spider-Man No Way Home came out, right? Like I liked the movie when it first came out. I thought it was amazing because of the nostalgia. But then going back and re-watching it, you know, I would definitely have decreased my 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 overall rating on that movie because I just can't stand a lot of stuff. Like if it's not part of the the, the villains, like for the most part, I'm like, eh, whatever. This movie though, like I mean, I'm excited to see it again. You know, like it's a yeah. shitty. It's gonna be a shitty weekend here in New Jersey. You know, even though it is Mother's Day on Sunday, but I'm considering going to see it again. I told my brother, hey, stay off the internet because I don't, you know, he was like, uh, I said, hey, do you want to know who in the Illuminati? He goes, no, I don't want to know anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, for me, I think it was an absolute great movie. You know, I'd probably give it like an 8.5 to a 9, you know, just be, just that's just the way it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the movie, yes, the movie could have been maybe 15 minutes longer, but I think it was exactly what it needed to be. It starts where it need you know it again it doesn't like build up like i'm glad that they started the movie with defender strange and america chavez and not like hey this is dr strange at the wedding right right like it didn't start at there it didn't like have a slow build up like it literally was like right into the action you find out who america chavez is you immediately find out who the villain is and then it just it takes off from there and then it ends and you're like all right man wow i'm done with this movie already i'm like that's perfect yeah so. agreed um, great movie overall uh, i'm excited to see it again so that's sure. all i have for for the doctor strange review same uh love the movie can't wait to watch it again and mm-hmm. uh what do we got next what's the next movie what's our next marvel movie uh next marvel movie is quite a while thor maybe. no no we have thor, oh yeah right? thor yeah, yeah yeah thor is gonna be the next mo- movie um ms marvel will, will be the next series on the marvel side uh, and of course, you know, we'll be doing our final review for Moon Knight. If anyone's listening to this early enough before we record the Moon Knight Disney Plus series. So uh, that's it for our movie review on Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We will check you on our normal weekly podcast. Thanks, everybody, for checking out. Peace out. Later, guys.